Now, there's a misconception that fluid means water. Yes, I want your athletes drinking water. I'm a sports dietitian. We recommend water intake on the regular. However, there are all kinds of fluids that can contribute to an athlete's overall hydration, as well as those fluid recommendations needed over the course of the day. Welcome to the Sports Nutrition Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Goodson. As a veteran sports dietitian, I know what it takes to fuel athletes to train, perform, and recover optimally. And that's what we do on this show. Provide the play-by-play on all things sports nutrition for athletes, parents, coaches, and athletic trainers. Today on the show, we are talking all things hydration for optimal performance. Now, we know that maintaining proper hydration is a key component to overall training, to performing, and then also recovering. Yet it's something that athletes often mess up. I once worked with a coach at TCU, and he used to say, there's so many variables and things you can't control in sports. But you can control what you eat and what you drink. So why wouldn't you control what you can control? And so hydration is one of those things that athletes really have to put at the top of their list of things they need to pay attention to. And then that also means that parents, coaches, athletic trainers, and strength coaches need to be encouraging optimal hydration and then also supporting it by giving breaks and allowing those athletes to drink as needed. Now, when we look at kind of overall hydration in general, we know that water or fluid does a lot of things in our body. So it helps regulate body temperature. It helps lubricate and cushion our joints. It helps get rid of waste in our body. And we know that 60 to 80% of our body is made up of water. The younger you are, the more water you have. So that makes it really essential to hydrate consistently and continuously throughout the day, not just around exercise. I find it so interesting when athletes like pay attention to drinking right before their workout and right after, yet they did not drink anything all day long before that or weren't paying attention to their hydration. So we want athletes paying attention to their hydration throughout the entire day. Now, research suggests that a 2% dehydration level in the body equates to about a 10% decrease in performance. And as dehydration worsens, performance typically declines. So when we are talking to youth athletes about wanting to perform their best, run faster, jump higher, lift heavier, Hydration is a key because without hydration, performance declines. And without optimal hydration, you're never going to reach optimal performance. So we've got to be coaching those young athletes consistently on drinking throughout the day and then drinking around their workout. So you might be wondering, especially if you are a parent, like, how do I know if my child or my athlete is hydrated? And there's really two easy ways to tell. One of those is by weighing an athlete before and after a workout solely for the purpose of hydration. You see this a lot in football, like I've worked in high school college and professional football, and we'll weigh them before and after a workout just so they can see how much fluid that they lost so we know how much to replace. For outside sports, maybe when it's really hot and humid, that can be a semi-accurate way to do it just to get a kind of a, a vibe of how much they're losing. You typically would weigh pre and post a few days in a row, take the average, and then divide that out over your workout so that you know how much you should be drinking. 
An easier method is looking at the color of your urine. I always joke with athletes that this is free, easy, and takes nobody's help, making it the ultimate hydration status checker. So we want athletes to have urine pale yellow to clear in color. So it does not have to be totally clear, but pale yellow to clear is typically what's going to indicate hydration. If their urine is apple juice or darker, this is a sign that an athlete is dehydrated. And a few weeks ago when we had athletic trainer Val Harrison on the show, we talked about if you're if your urine looks like the color of soda, you are very dehydrated and probably need to seek medical attention. So we are trying to get athletes to get that urine color to pale yellow to clear. This is a great way for them to look and assess their hydration status before they get going in a workout, when they wake up in the morning, after a workout, et cetera. So the urine color test that you've all seen at some point in time, especially if you played sports, is the ultimate, I would say, easy hydration test that any athlete can do on their own. So let's kind of talk about daily hydration for adolescent and youth athletes. Then we're going to move into the recommendations pre, during, and post-exercise. So when it comes to daily hydration, I mentioned that we want athletes drinking regularly throughout the day. One of the best ways to do that is to encourage them to drink a water bottle or to carry a water bottle with them, drink out of the water fountain at school whatever's the most optimal or allowed in their school setting. So when we look at how much fluid an athlete needs over the course of the day outside of exercise, if we look at the age 9 to 13-year-olds, it's about 8 cups of fluid for boys and about 7 cups of fluid for girls. When they get a little bit older and move to that youth age, 14 to 18 years old, that goes up to about 11 cups of fluid for boys eight cups of fluid for girls. That's per day. So that many cups of fluid per day. Now, there's a misconception that fluid means water. Yes, I want your athletes drinking water. I'm a sports dietitian. We recommend water intake on the regular. However, there are all kinds of fluids that can contribute to an athlete's overall hydration, as well as those fluid recommendations needed over the course of the day. So of course, water, yes. Flavored waters, sports drinks, 100% juice, milk and flavored milk, smoothies, protein shakes, and ready-to-drink shakes. These can all contribute to an athlete's hydration, and many of them can also provide nutrition, which we'll talk about as we get to post-workout hydration, and we talk about beverages that can supply carbohydrate, protein, and fluid. It's kind of doing a variety of things all in one. But there's also food that counts towards hydration. So if you think about fruit, vegetables, you know, If you think in the summertime, think some of your really juicy fruits or think like like fruit pops or something like that that can really help with hydration. In the winter, you could think soup. It's a salty, liquidy food item that can contribute to hydration. So thinking outside of just the water box and thinking or outside the water bottle, I should probably say, and looking at all the different beverages that can count towards fluid for your youth athletes as well as some of those foods. And obviously, if you are listening to this in real time, it is summer and it is hot where I live in Texas. And I would say most places it's hot. 
Juicy fruit can be a fantastic way to hydrate athletes as well as give them some carbohydrates and added nutrients, some electrolytes, etc. So those can all be really optimal ways to help your athletes get the recommended amount of fluid they need in their day. So now let's start talking about what fluid recommendations look like around exercise so that we can optimally hydrate our athletes so that they're going into a workout hydrated, they're hydrating during, and then of course that we're rehydrating after. So the goal at any point in time is for an athlete to start a training belt, a competition, a race, whatever it is, hydrated and not in a dehydrated state. We know that when they're dehydrated, performance declines, I already mentioned that, mental acuity declines, so they're not as sharp during that workout. So hydration is definitely key. So first things first, we want them to check their urine color and try to get it to pale yellow to clear in the hours before exercise. Then when we talk about hydration pre-exercise, we're wanting athletes to drink about 16 to 20 ounces of fluid in that two to four hour window before the workout or the competition or the training session. Typically, that's also when we're recommending a pre-workout meal. So we typically will make the recommendation of consuming 16 to 20 ounces of fluid or think a big bottle of fluid, water, or sports drink with that pre-exercise meal. Then we want athletes to continue to hydrate. So within that, you know, say one to two hours before the workout, drinking another seven to 12 ounces of fluid, and then probably trying to get about five to 10 more ounces of fluid in that zero to 30 minute window before their workout. This can be water. This can also be a sports drink. Now, if it's hot and it's humid, a sports drink is going to be more warranted. It's going to provide some carbohydrate, some electrolytes, as well as fluid. Water is typically fine here as well, especially in that pre-workout standpoint, but we want athletes hydrating. And this means they have to be paying attention. A lot of times I'll recommend that they set a an alarm on their watch or their phone or whatnot to remind them to be hydrating consistently. Now, pre-exercise, there are no real specific electrolyte recommendations. So electrolytes being sodium or salt and potassium. Those are going to be the two electrolytes that are lost most in sweat The average person loses about three times the amount of sodium in their sweat as potassium. So that means you need more salt. (laughs) So for athletes that might have trouble with becoming dehydrated, if they have muscle cramping issues, it's really hot and humid outside, they're going to be training for hours, any of the above, we typically will recommend them to start eating more saltier foods or consuming saltier beverages before that workout. So that could be snacking on things like pretzels, a salted trail mix, you know, consuming things like pickles, which lots of athletes love the whole concept of pickle juice. You know, if they're eating a meal, salting those vegetables, or if it's the morning, salting those scrambled eggs, obviously a sports drink can be a beneficial option here as well. But encouraging those salty foods is going to be important to make sure that they have the electrolytes that they need to start that workout. Now, during a workout, we know that sweat rates vary. Sweat rates vary on a lot of, because of a lot of things. So it could be due to exercise intensity, obviously the duration or how long that workout is, the fitness level of the athlete, you know, how hot is it outside? How humid is it? Are they acclimatized to that heat altitude? And there's other environmental 
considerations that can affect the hydration status of an athlete. And it could look very different on different days. It could look very different at different times of the year. So I mentioned right now, it's hot outside, very, very hot here in Texas. And so we know that athletes are going to be sweating more. Typically, heat and humidity will increase sweat rates by about 10 to 20% for most athletes. That does not mean that hydration is not important in the cold or in other times of the year, but it becomes really important in those hot, humid summer months because you're going to be sweating more. You're sweating more, you're losing more fluid, you're losing more electrolytes, and you're typically losing it faster, which means you might hit dehydration at an earlier point than what you would maybe on a cool fall day where it's not as humid. So the main goal during a workout is to stay hydrated. We want athletes consuming approximately five to 10 ounces of fluid every 15 to 20 minutes during that workout. I'll say that again, five to 10 ounces of fluid every 15 to 20 minutes during the workout. Now, an easy way to think about that is giving an athlete a bottle of fluid, 16 to 20 ounces, and saying, drink this every hour. So if they're going to a two-hour summer morning workout, give them two bottles of fluid if they're not going to have access to a water fountain or other beverages. So we want to make sure that they are drinking consistently because they're going to be losing plenty of fluid, obviously electrolytes as well. Now, a few things to note about dehydration during a workout. The more dehydrated you become, I said performance declines. Another interesting thing that happens is the more dehydrated you become, the more you burn through your stored carbohydrate in your muscle. So you actually start to burn through that stored carbohydrate, otherwise known as glycogen, your fancy science word for today, but you burn through that at a faster rate, which obviously can hasten fatigue because you're burning through your energy sources at a more rapid rate. We also know, as I mentioned, that sodium and potassium trace minerals are lost in sweat. When lots of sodium is lost in sweat due to A, sweating a lot, or B, being a salty sweater, Athletes can potentially experience muscle cramping as well as some of the other side effects of dehydration. We also know that when an athlete is sweating a lot and losing a lot of fluid, that causes their blood plasma to thicken up. That makes it harder for their body to pump blood to all of its working muscles. So in the sports nutrition world, we say that dehydration quote unquote, hastens the onset of fatigue. So it makes fatigue come on faster. So the way I like to describe this is let's say you're working out and you feel like you're working hard. And I said, on a scale of one to 10, how hard do you feel like you're working? And you tell me an eight. Well, if you're dehydrated, you could be working out at a six but it feels like an eight. You could be working out at, you know, between one and 10, you could be working out at like what a seven would be intensity wise, but you feel like it's a nine. So when you are dehydrated, it makes exercise feel harder because typically the body, the body is having to work a lot harder to get blood to those working muscles. So that becomes essential that those athletes are drinking five to 10 ounces of fluid every 15 to 20 minutes during exercise. If they don't have access to a bottle of fluid, the way I kind of tell them to 
kind of estimate is a medium mouthful is about an ounce. So they'd be needing to take about five medium mouthfuls of fluid every 20 minutes. So that's another way that they could be looking at that. Again, if it's hot and humid or the workouts are long, we're going to want those athletes to start consuming a sports drink. Now, I know a lot of parents, even some coaches, get a little wrapped up with sports drinks because they contain sugar and salt. But you have to remember, when you are moving a lot, sugar and salt are your friend because you are burning off sugar and sweating out salt. So when an athlete is outside running the soccer field, running drills, playing basketball, in a weight room doing lots of lifting and whatnot, they are using that energy and sweating out sodium. So we're creating a deficit. So if I give them a sports drink, I'm simply replacing what's being lost. I am not adding extra. I'm replacing what's being lost. So typically for athletes, we say up to about 90 minutes, they're probably going to be fine with just water. However, when it's hot and humid outside, or we know that those workouts are going to be a lot longer than 90 minutes, we typically will start recommending sports drinks earlier on. Hear me out. A sports drink is not going to hurt anything if they start drinking it at minute one. It's going to be providing them the carbohydrate, the electrolytes, and the fluid that they need. Oftentimes, flavor and salt makes you drink more, makes you feel thirstier. And so consuming a sports drink can actually help drive thirst, which is important, which might help that athlete continue to drink. So at least at the 90-minute mark, we want them to start adding in sports drinks so because they need the carbohydrate and they're also going to be needing those electrolytes. But it's fine to add it in before that, especially too if you have an athlete that doesn't like to eat a lot before a workout, consuming a sports drink can give them some extra carbohydrate. And so if you've got a youth athlete that trains a lot, sports drinks are their friend. Of course, I say sports drink drink while playing sport. They're not a math drink, a video game drink, or a couch drink. They're a sports drink. So that's what they're designed for. So I'd like to encourage all the parents out there that sports drinks with sugar and salt are okay as long as your athlete is playing a sport. The beauty is there are lots of other sports drink type beverages that are lower in sugar, but still have the electrolytes necessary that athletes can consume outside of practice to get their hydration in, get their electrolytes in, et cetera. So we definitely want them drinking consistently. If you have the ability to keep that fluid cold, it's going to be ideal because typically an athlete is going to be more inclined to drink if it's cold and cold fluids can help cool off body temperature. So that can be helpful, especially in the hot months. So a little bit of flavor, a little bit of salt, and a little bit of cool temperature can really make an athlete drink, which is ultimately going to help them during that workout. The thing to remember is once an athlete becomes dehydrated in a workout, they're typically not coming back from it until they stop, rehydrate, rest, and start over again. It's very difficult to come back from a dehydrated state during a workout. So encouraging hydration, if you are a coach or a strength coach, have water breaks. Have the breaks that we need so that athletes can hydrate consistently because that is going to be essential to them performing well and being able to finish your workout. 
Now, let's talk about post-exercise or post-workout hydration. So obviously, most athletes have sweated more than what they drink in during that workout. So it's time to rehydrate. So I like to say that recovery has three R's, replenish, rebuild, and rehydrate. Replenish means we need to replace the carbohydrate or energy that was burned during exercise. Rebuild means you need protein to help start that muscle rebuilding, muscle resynthesis process after a workout. And then the third R is re hydrate. We've got to get those athletes rehydrated back, especially if you have an athlete that participates in two-a-day workouts. So they're training in the morning, training in the afternoon, or in the summer, maybe they're going to their school workout in their morning and they have a club type practice or a select baseball practice in the evening. Hydration, that post-workout hydration or rehydration becomes really important because it's rehydration and then often hydration for what's coming up next. So typically, the general recommendation is to consume about 16 to 24 ounces of fluid for every pound loss during exercise. You typically only know how many pounds you lost if you weighed yourself. As I mentioned, we do that a lot with some outdoor sports. So that can be a good way to figure out your post-workout rehydration. But if you did not weigh yourself, then I typically just say 16 to 24 ounces of fluid and check your urine color. So just like we recommend athletes checking urine color on the front end, I'm gonna check one of them to check their urine color on the back end of that workout to see how dehydrated they have become and then drinking till they get that urine back to that pale yellow to clear color. In this scenario, this could be water, this could be sports drink, but there's lots of other options from a post-workout hydration scenario that you can include because we want carbohydrate, we want protein, and we want fluid. So beverages like low-fat chocolate milk, Beverages like smoothies made with milk, yogurt, and fruit, ready-to-drink protein shakes or ready-to-drink smoothies. These can all contribute to post-workout rehydration, but specifically post-workout recovery. Typically, we're wanting an athlete to start drinking as soon as possible, as well as consume a post-workout snack immediately after that workout. Well, Lots of athletes don't feel hungry. So you can actually use the rehydration R of recovery to get all three things in by choosing, you know, low-fat chocolate milk where you've got carbohydrate, you've got high-quality protein, milk is 90% water, and it's got a decent amount of potassium in it. Smoothies, milk, yogurt, fruit, same thing. You've got the carbohydrate, you've got the protein, you've got the fluid. Uh, ready-to-drink protein shakes. Then, of course, you can always include sports drinks that are going to provide you with that sodium or adding a salty snack can be helpful. Typically, we're going to recommend that athletes continue to consume salty foods after that workout or after that training session to help replace those electrolytes, and especially if they're going to be training again later in the day. And here's the thing I'll caution you about young athletes. They typically are pretty active. And so they might go to a practice and then play pickup basketball with their friends. In the summer, they might go to a practice and then be swimming all afternoon outside. (laughs) Or they might be riding their bikes with their friends. And so while that does not look like a workout, it's activity and they're going to be sweating. And we have to treat it like it's activity, meaning that we need to fuel it and we need to hydrate it. So paying attention 
to those electrolytes after a workout is going to be really, really important. And you can do that by eating saltier foods, but then also just consuming salt in a post-workout beverage or in an electrolyte-rich beverage. I will tell you that I have seen dehydration at its finest affect many athletes. And something to consider is a severe bout of dehydration may not just affect an athlete the day of the workout. It can really affect athletes days after. We know that it can cause delays in recovery. It can cause massive fatigue, can actually cause athletes being sick, and it could take them out of a workout or competition for multiple days. I once had an athlete when I worked at TCU, and he was a tennis player, and he had kind of gone on this quote-unquote healthy eating (laughs) extreme where he he was trying not to consume added sugars, which for most people is a benefit. For athletes, maybe not so much, but... So he was on this path, and so it was a Sunday, and I get a text message, and it's him, and he's asking me what he should do because he's very sick, nauseous, headache, just feels awful. And so he was like, I played in a tournament this weekend, and I said, well, tell me a little bit about that tournament. It was August at TCU, that's Texas, so Fort Worth, Texas, August, hot, humid. He had played all day long outside in a tournament. And I said, what did you drink during that tournament? He said, I drank water. I was like, did you drink any sports drink at all? No. Were you consuming any electrolytes in that water? No. And I said, well, sir, you need to get yourself to the little store and buy you some sports drinks because you're suffering from really over drinking water and under consuming electrolytes, which can have very negative consequences. He did that and felt better, but he was sick for about 24 to 48 hours, just not feeling well, could not perform, could not recover. So I say that to help you understand that like, while water seems great, Athletes that work out very intensely for long bouts of time that play multiple sports, they are putting a different demand on their body. And that different demand requires different fuel and different hydration. And that is where we really have to look at adding in carbohydrate and electrolytes into the fluid that our athletes are drinking so that they not only stay hydrated, but they have the energy that they need because dehydration can make things go south really, really fast. And once you're dehydrated, it's typically too late. So as you are working with your young athletes, whether you're a parent, whether you're a coach, an athletic trainer, a strength coach, or maybe you are an athlete yourself, Make hydration a priority. Make sure that we have water, that we have sports drinks, maybe that we have fruit available during workouts, pre-workout, post-workout, so that we can help our athletes be hydrated. It's important to educate them and then teach them to hydrate accordingly. And one of my best recommendations is to set alarms alarms on phones, alarms on computers throughout the daytime or whatever they can do that beeps at them to remind them. But pack a water bottle, pack a sports drink, make sure you are teaching those athletes to hydrate and rehydrate as soon as possible because ultimately it takes optimal hydration to have optimal performance. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our latest episodes. If you have questions or would like me to cover a specific topic, leave us a review. And for more information and resources, check out the sportsnutritionplaybook.com and be sure to tune in every other week for new episodes.